0: Hello and welcome to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long. Every week I chat to a musician about their secret passions. From Johnny Flynn on Psychogeography to Vanessa White on 90s R&B. We upload a new episode every Friday. You can follow us on Twitter at Talk The Line. You can follow me at Jen Long. If you're feeling super friendly, do reach out, say hi, get in touch. And if you're feeling super generous, please subscribe to this podcast. Under the name Naughty Boy, producer Shahid Khan has been behind some of the most successful pop music of the last few years. As a 17 year old growing up in Watford, Shahid was turned onto the possibilities of music after hearing Timberland and Aaliyah's Try Again, but he only began making music 11 years ago. His career was kick started by a grant from the Prince's Trust and an appearance on Deal or No Deal, which netted him the 40 grand he used to fund a collaboration with Bashi. The resulting track Black Boys became one of the first UK urban tracks to be playlisted on MTV Base. His breakthrough came in 2013 when La 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 shot to number one. The song featured a relatively unknown Sam Smith and since then Shahid has worked with the likes of Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, Emily Sande, Janet Jackson and Missy Elliott. This year he's back with a Joe Jonas collaboration which is the first song taken from his second album. And today... We're talking about cooking. Cheers. 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 So cooking is a passion of yours then?
1: Cooking, I think food was a passion of mine when I was younger, but I was a bit spoiled without knowing it because we didn't grow up with much materially, there wasn't where I grew up. But my mum made sure there was a cooked meal every day. While my, my friends, a lot of my friends were eating microwave meals and you know they a just not fast food. My mum was like making sure that we were having cooked curries every day, mm. and it would be a different curry every day. It would be could be vegetarian, it could be meat, but it didn't really matter. So I didn't know that was um, a luxury I was having because yeah. my friends weren't getting that. I was always watching my mum cook, but you kind of take
0: it for granted, don't you? I mean, firstly, it's quite a privilege just to like have a steady supply of food, and to not realise that you're lucky to have that. I mean, I definitely never questioned that when I was growing up. I was just like, "Mum cooks dinner. That's how it goes." I was
1: focused on like the things I didn't have, like the cool trainers or the bike, and. uh,
0: Sega Mega Drive. Because, pair yeah, of
1: I was, and my dad threw the Sega Mega Drive out of the window one day, and I was upset because we were always playing it. But you kind of forget the things you do have, like, and well, that was one of the things that once I moved out of home, I realized how important that was, and I wanted to continue that, which is why I started cooking.
0: I do think, it, I mean, your your parents definitely do influence, um, like, how you cook and work with and your interest in cooking in in the future because i my mum love her to pieces but cooking not her strongest point okay um so we we used to have the same things every night of the week oh and my friends always used to take the mick out of me because it was like tuesday night chicken goujon
1: oh wednesday
0: night spaghetti bolognese I had a, I had
1: a friend like you
0: yeah, no oh, love it. I mean I made, it made everything very ordered and very easy for her but I guess that's sort of, it's only really recently that I've been like oh cooking can kind of be fun if you just like chuck a few things in a pot, yeah. see what happens and it's a similar a approach
1: I have to music, how I cook my food as well so I don't measure anything I've become quite good at cooking through not really overthinking it mm-hmm. and I, it's from my observing my mum like she would just throw in spices, a bit of cumin, a bit of turmeric, and coriander powder, and all these flavors. And she wouldn't ever like measure it or anything; it was just by. And I, I feel like when I'm making music, I'm, I'm the least scientific, mathematical person when it comes to it. It just has to be the feel. How how does it feel? Is this the is this the time to do it? It's not. I can't just sit there and be told to do, to make a song. Yeah. It's just not, I just can't do it. I, w- I can do it and I would do it, but it probably <laughs> wouldn't be good.
0: Right, I see what you mean. And I
1: think that, yeah, food and music, definitely I've I've found there's like a synergy there. And I think together, I'm a- i
0: am I mean, they're both kind of like, they're both quite connected to the heart and love and romance, aren't they?
1: They are. Food indeed. and music. Food and music and- I music
0: be the food of I've life. got into
1: a habit of cooking for the artists I worked with. Oh, really? So over the last couple of years, um, I made Mary J. Blige a shepherd's pie. And this was when I just started to cook. And she'd never had one before because we did the session at Ealing.
0: Because she's but, American and that's, yeah, such, that's such a British exactly. dish. Exactly.
1: And then... Um, she loved it and she took the rest of it back home with her as well, in the, in the car, so I was quite impressed with that. That's a
0: compliment.
1: So this, I was starting to be confident when I'd cook for the artists because they, they, they came for me to work with music and I, I would just cook for them. I made Sam Smith like this lamb cactus sandwich and I'm going to quote him, he said it was the best sandwich he's ever had. Wow. And then...
0: Sandwiches are more difficult than you think as well? They are. Because people don't think that sandwiches are cooking.
1: They People don't, but it depends how you approach it and it, the bread you use. I like to toast the bread beforehand and then um, with a bit of butter. So I don't think that a sandwich is just, just a sandwich if, if if you want to make it something great.
0: No, I can. Com- sandwiches are my favourite food. Yeah. I completely agree. It takes... You have to think of the levels of, like, moist to dry Ye- and, like, crunch to, like... Yeah. The different textures in it Definitely. as well. And the types the, of bread, what the bread has in it, the flavours the bread brings, and then the... the yeah. It's just- and
1: also the lettuce. If the lettuce is wet, it's going to make the bread soggy. You've got to think about a lot of things with a sandwich.
0: Yeah, even how long you can leave it before eating it.
1: Yep, that's true. And, yeah, I think... Going from the sandwich, I then started to kind of create fusion dishes. Because I thought about all the English dishes that I was I couldn't eat when I was younger. Mm. Because in school, the meat wasn't halal. So I, w- I wouldn't be able to eat a cottage pie or anything, any of the British cuisines. And I grew up thinking, imagine what this tastes like. So I grew up thinking Shiva's pie must be amazing. Wow. And it's only when I grew up that I made it for myself. And I started to put the mints and put my mum's spices in it, yeah. and I thought, oh, this is like my version of the shepherd's pie, mm. and that's when I was when I was ready to cook it for Saint Mary's Obliged or uh, many artists. I've cooked it for. I'm, I made it for Simon Cole once, but then when I got to his house, he told me he thought it was a cottage pie, and he only eats beef, and I'd made it with lamb. Uh, so, yeah, I'm yeah. understanding. I the didn't. B- even, I didn't even I know didn't, that distinction. Yeah. yeah. But apparently there is.
0: So I guess you never think. I suppose it's quite. You, I'm, I'm quite used to there being like different options for vegetarian, vegan, etc., etc. But I never really think about is there a, a halal option? And I suppose with school dinners, that maybe wasn't ever the case in the past, but is maybe I'm now? I'm sure like, now
1: there is a halal option. I, th- yeah. I think in summer schools. But I don't think I missed out on anything because, again, I was eating some great food when I got home.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, uh, I'm really into creating my. So I've got this chicken tikka linguine that I do now. But it's basically ling- linguine, but with just spices. And it's just, I don't know, doing little things makes a lot of a difference, do you yeah. know what I mean? And um, I'm doing my, um, I'm cooking for um, the Sunday Mirror on Wednesday. I'm gonna make a, a Christmas chicken tikka roast that I've tried once to make and it went really well. And a bit of turmeric on the roast potatoes. It just, just, you know what people, get confused about spices. People sometimes think spice means chili.
0: Yes. It doesn't.
1: Spice is at your taste. human is like hugely beneficial for you. Turmeric, all these things, they're like things that your body could do with, you know, like um turmeric's great for the digestion. Digestion. So I didn't know all these spices my mom was using, how good they were for you. Like forget, forget using ghee or butter. If you, if you just use olive oil, you can actually make some healthy food with this. So. That,
0: that's quite a like a, uh, not a trait or a stereotype, but actually probably more a trait than a stereotype of the British way of cooking is that it lacks flavor.
1: I would say it's, it can be pretty bland, but I think that's what is, that's the cuisine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't spice it up yourself. But I don't know. Some people might think that's blasphemous. So if you could do that to Christmas roast chicken, T-curator, but I, I think it's fun. I, I think, think that sounds fun. The same, kind, exactly the same meal at Christmas every year, for some people, might get a bit boring.
0: Not for my mum. There you go. <laughs> your mum
1: your is an individual in every sense of the word.
0: I feel really bad that you've just ordered a burger and it's arrived. No, and you I can
1: observe it and look at sure. it. you sure? Yeah, that's fine. We could
0: take a break if you want no, to No, no, no,
1: I'm <laughs> okay. in this. Yeah, All right. It's yeah. fine.
0: Because you have your own burger now, is that true? I do.
1: I've, did a, I've done a collaboration with Shake Shack. They're an American burger company based in New York. They've got some um, branches here in London, a lot in the Middle East, and pretty much everywhere around the world. And I went and spent a week with them, because I wasn't just gonna do a burger for the sake of it. Yeah. Because that's, I don't know, I just wanted to understand who they were, and there's basically a park in New York. Shake Shack was a hot dog stand that they were actually raising money to, then money went back into the park. Or just to make it look better and it went from that to the first shack was ever set up was in Madison Square Gardens. And then from that they've just become this worldwide brand. But it's all based on good quality ingredients and given back to the community. When I started realizing more about that, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Then there's a reason for me to do this. This isn't just about a burger, this is like what they're trying to showcase to the world, I can be a part of that with my Naughty Burger. If I'm gonna do it with anyone, I just thought, you know what, Shake Shack. Yeah, I'll do it there.
0: How did you develop it though? I mean- Well,
1: again, it's my mum's sauce that she's been making since I was a kid. And-
0: Mrs. Naughty's secret sauce?
1: Mrs. Naughty's secret sauce, yes. (laughs) Basically, it's yogurt with coriander, fresh mint, and lemon. Very simple, but when I was about ten I used to have thing I used to have a thing for having fish finger sandwiches for breakfast. For
0: breakfast? <laughs> oh wow. Because You're kind of
1: a legend, aren't you? I think I think the fish finger sandwich was a legend sandwich <laughs> yeah. because I tell you what, it was three fish fingers, a slice of the cheese that's probably not even cheese, you know the American cheese, yeah. yeah. And then I would just put my mum's yogurt sauce on it and then have <clears> it and then I was like this is, this is just incredible. And then I, I went for the next 10 years, I used to have that quite regularly. It's only when I started thinking of what would I do with my own burger if I would, I was like, I put the sauce on it and that's all it needs. So it's got the sauce, it's a chicken fillet with the sauce and there's um, cucumber shavings and red onion shavings on the, like a slaw with the sauce mixtures And that's it, no cheese. Simple. No cheese, no mayo, simple. Very nice. I wish you were there to try it, but you will be able to try it. It goes on sale around January, February, so you will be able to try it. And? It's a burger that I can eat and others can eat as well.
0: It's not a veggie one, so I can't try it, but maybe there's a substitute. I need to
1: make a veggie substitute. I'm just tired of the veggie substitute always being some mushroom Mm. circus. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like it's. I don't know. I I, li- I do like a good mushroom. I feel like it's the, the the like meat of the veg world.
1: Yeah, I suppose when you put it like that. Yeah. Mm. There's it's no. There's than no like alternative. A
0: weird one of those ones that's covered in bed- bread crumbs and it's a bit beige. Yeah. And it's a bit soggy. Yeah. The, I'd rather have a mushroom than a soggy.
1: No, beige you're right. Number. You're right. Yeah. Mm
0: but you said you, you were telling me before we started chatting that you've been doing a bit bit of vegan cooking for, um, for Emily, Emily yes um, Emily, recently, Sunday.
1: Emily became vegan a couple of years ago and I really respect her for it because she wanted to you know feed her body good things and I would say any kind of plant-based diet if you can do it definitely give it a go even if it's for like a month and then you give up but I've I've tried it for a month earlier on this year and it was it does amazing things and you do, you don't, what you think is going to be a chore doesn't, isn't actually a chore as much as you're afraid do you know what I mean? Yeah so, I know what you mean. And Emily inspired me to give it a go so I'd cook like okra for her and again just throw in the spices like it just makes a massive difference. Buy a bit of okra and rapeseed oil um, throw in the spices and no dairy, no nothing and you can have that with um, bread or brown rice and she was quite happy with that for some reason. So
0: do you have like a kitchen in your studio? Yes, I do. Wow. So my
1: studio's downstairs and the kitchen is upstairs. Um, it's a workable kitchen. It's not the uh, it's Not, the not best... like
0: a domestic kitchen. It's, it's more
1: like a... It's more like... I've kind of turned it into somewhere where I can cook and create but it wasn't designated a kitchen for cooking. Oh
0: right, so it's kind of like a DIY yeah, kitchen. Yeah,
1: it's got like a, I think, I think that makes the food taste better as well because I think if I had like the best kitchen, I'd, I'd, I don't know, I'm, I'm quite a messy chef but I think like the best ones are because when you're in the zone, cooking zone, all you're thinking about is making sure it tastes right. And I don't taste the food until I've served it to the person. Really? So I won't even check the salt levels, I won't check the spice. I just take a chance. Because I feel like if I try it before they do, then I'm going to question it. Then I'm going to doubt myself. I'm just going to... T- oh, Every meal is a risk in that sense.
0: Because a lot of chefs would probably think that you're a madman I right know. now. I know,
1: they probably do. But so
0: you're not there doing the classic, like, f- no, sip off the ladle? No,
1: I don't. I don't. But. I've I've done it enough, because I've done it for the last two years pretty rigorously, I'd like to think that i get it right. Touch wood. <laughs> when you left home then, was that when you first started
0: getting into cooking?
1: No, that was when I started to get my mum's meals delivered to the studio, <laughs> and one of my, <laughs> my Adesley bills was £4,000 for the month. And then I thought, no, something needs to change here. I might need to start cooking myself. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I would love to eat my mum's food every day, but it was just becoming a bit of an expensive habit. So I thought, okay, I'm going to just learn. And I started learning. It was all right to begin with, it was edible.
0: So was she teaching you, or were you observing her, or was it written down recipes? It
1: wasn't written down. I'd, I'd come, I'd go home, and the time I was at home, I'd start observing her properly, cooking, and seeing what she was doing. And then I'd go back to the studio, i just try it and then add my own little bits, pieces. Yeah. Like the shepherd's pie was my creation because, I don't know if you know, I cooked it on Sunday brunch, live on TV. I did not know earlier that. Earlier on this year. And it was my first time ever cooking anything and it was live. And I killed it, like in a good way.
0: Oh mate, well done, because that stuff's terrifying. I
1: know, it was very terrifying. It was Channel 4 morning, TV live and I was scared. but couldn't expect it to go any better and everyone loved it um Frida Pinto was one of the guests and she absolutely loved it as well she wants to come to my studio for me to cook for her so yeah I think it went really well Johnny Vegas loved it as well and I, I was scared as well because I was thinking you know and I made um, a vegan one on the on the show as well yeah but I made the mistake of using corn mince and corn mince isn't vegan is it
0: Oh, no, it's got egg or something yeah. in it, hasn't it? And
1: I went, bloody said, live on air. I said, okay, this is a vegan version I made for Emily, because Emily was a... And I, I mentioned corn without knowing that corn is a vegan. And Did you get loads of people messaging I did get the, some tweets saying about the, you know, you know the certain eagle-eyed vegan-watching people? <laughs> and I did get some... Social I, media warrior. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did get a little bit, but then I thought, it was a simple mistake, and your intentions were good what would be the what would be the actual alternative to corn mince as a vegan
0: I don't know I feel like Linda McCartney has got some egg in it as well
1: I don't I heard Linda McCartney is vegan but I'm not
0: I think there's some that are veggie and some that are vegan
1: that would be interesting if anyone listening knows that would be a vegan mince what would be the alternative
0: What would be? Would it be some kind of like mushrooms chopped up and? It'd
1: be great to have a vegan version of the shepherd's pie. Would be good, wouldn't it? Yes. We did
0: um, a podcast with Danae Moore, who she's vegan and she loves baking. But she was telling me that she really enjoys um, tofu with yeast extract. Ooh. And apparently, it makes it taste like eggs.
1: Tofu might be the alternative, but I'm not the biggest fan.
0: No. But then again,
1: maybe I can spice it up.
0: Marinate it in something. Yeah. Be nice.
1: Ooh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Also, I've been using I've changed the salt I use and everything. I use pink Himalayan salt now and honestly it's I think it's um it's supposed to be healthier salt, but I think it's made a massive difference to how the food tastes. I don't know why though. But it's salt, just salt. Yeah. This salt is I don't know. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, there's is it's it's from the Himalayan mountains in Pakistan. I do think there's something in it. Something a bit more special. And what's that can... thing in salt that I something um, certain levels of salt it has it has a low amount of it, which, which oh, is right. the thing that makes salt bad you. Okay. Yeah. Oh yes, sodium. Yes. Right, okay. it's less sodium, which makes it,
0: well, that's so it technically healthy salt. healthier.
1: Salt. It's yeah. good
0: because I hate it when people are like, oh, "You can't put salt on that. You can't put salt on that." But like, yeah, yeah. then it's just boring.
1: Do you know what? If you want to use butter, use it. Yeah. Like margarine. God knows what it's made from. <laughs>
0: I know when you read the side of it, a margarine yeah, pack. and I've heard there's, so there's like
1: chemicals. bits of plastic in margarine and things. And like butter, at least you know what it is. And even like soft drinks, like. If you're going to drink them, avoid the sugar-free ones. And I'll tell you why. Because you have to always check the sweeteners. There's a particular sweetener called aspartame. It's really bad for you. Not in small amounts, but in big amounts, they use it for rat poison. I didn't know this, but once I did know it, I stopped drinking sugar-free drinks. I do like an occasional, like, full sugar drink, but it doesn't have the sweeteners. So in some really weird way, it's better for you to avoid the sugar-free... There are some su- there's some natural sweeteners you'll find in some carbonated drinks like M&S or Waitrose. But again, stay away from the aspartame and things like that.
0: Yeah, it gives you like a hole in the brain or something. Yep. That's what they always used to say. And then there was that study that said um, you're more likely to get a stroke if you drink a lot of fizzy drinks. Yeah, I think it's the
1: diet ones that are really bad. The diet bad. ones are really bad, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And if someone's listening out there, and uh, maybe it'll just just create awareness I think
0: it's just like one of those things isn't it where you 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 know just just everything in moderation
1: yeah everything in moderation yeah but I do enjoy I do think people should like enjoy food as in not always uh, don't be so strict on yourself yeah always because sometimes it's nice to just like it makes your soul feel good
0: yeah so you were saying earlier about how you just go into the zone when you cook does it yeah. make you actually, does it make you feel good? Is it like a cathartic experience? Is there some sort of like level of relaxation that comes with there's cooking? A,
1: there is a lot of relaxation. I like cooking to music, but there's something quite spiritual about feeding people. I tell you that because I cook in the block, studio block, so with the other producers there. I've got my own publishing company with Sony, so my publishing company is based, based there. And I enjoy cooking for people when they're hungry, especially when they don't expect to be fed. Yeah. There's something quite endearing, and I don't know, it's like what my mum did with us back in the day. Mm. Like she'd cook for us every day, and then obviously we'd expect it, but I think it's (laughs) nice when someone cooks you a meal that you didn't expect, you could smell it, and then you, you like, oh, you want some? And then you make someone a play.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I do
1: a lot of that. I don't. I, I start cooking in, in the studio, and no one knows what I'm cooking for until it's done. And then they're like, oh, do you want to try some? And I don't know. I just get a really good feeling from that. And it's like when I, it's like music, but it's, it's, I don't know, something more, more given about it. The smell of
0: cooking is so infectious. I never as well. cook for
1: myself. Never.
0: But what, what? But do you cook yourself meals or?
1: I'll cook meals, but. As long as there's someone else eating, then I'll cook it yeah. and I'll eat it as well. But I wouldn't ever just cook for myself. I don't think I've ever done. That. I don't know. I think that's my mother in me because she she never did any. Well, what,
0: what happens if you're just home alone on a Friday night? and It's like eight p.m. You just I get a takeaway. a takeaway.
1: Probably takeaway. I don't know. It's bad, isn't it?
0: Well, no. It's it's if you don't enjoy cooking for yourself, then yeah, don't. It makes
1: sense. I, I definitely I'm a people pleaser when it comes to cooking. And I, I, I'm glad because they always say it tastes nice. Imagine if they didn't.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Then,
1: <laughs> then I might as well just give up. But no. Because
0: some people do find it really stressful, especially with something like a roast. Of like the timings are so integral to
1: the yeah. serving of the
0: dish. Like knowing that you have to do that first, and it's got to go in there. But meanwhile, you're supposed to prep yeah. these things over here. And
1: then you're like, oh shit, I've forgotten about the Yorkshire puddings. Oh, oh God, no. yeah. You know, like.
0: And
1: they're, they're the best bit. Yeah, the roast is, a, is an integral, um, yeah. It's a maze. Yeah. But that's why I want to I wanna try to create my own Christmas roast, a naughty Christmas roast.
0: Right, yes, yeah, so this is what you were saying. Yes, so I'm, um, chicken I'm, I'm
1: cooking it for Sunday Mirror on Wednesday. Mm. And um, I'm going to marinate the chicken the night before. I've still got to play around with some ideas. I might cook it two or three times before Wednesday just so I don't mess it up on practice. the day. You should practice. Yeah.
0: Have you thought about the trimmings? I can't practice it on
1: you because you're a vegan.
0: Sorry. Veggie. Well, pesky, pesky, pesky. actually. So you My eat mom, fish? I eat fish. My mum got really annoyed for a while when I was vegetarian at Christmas because she was oh. like, well, what if you're not going to have turkey, what am I going to give you now? <laughs> what are you going to have? I'm like i just have potatoes and Yorkshire puddings and veg, it's fine. And then once I started eating fish, she was like, oh, I can give you some
1: smoked salmon now. Ah, oh, your mum sounds lovely. It's, it's, she's wonderful, <laughs> she's wonderful. It's
0: like this beautiful like, I
1: want to cook hot with your meal mom. and
0: slab of smoked salmon.
1: <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. Salmon is a great alternative to meat because I've been eating a lot of it lately. And I can, um, I can do lots with salmon that I didn't know. Like salmon steak, yeah definitely not like cod a lot of fish I've been eating lately tuna steaks very meaty yes, very yeah. meaty um I don't know
0: and it's really good for you it's got loads I of like I think I'm on
1: the verge of becoming a vegetarian or a pescatarian do you think I've never eaten beef it's the only meat that I think of the animal like picture the cow
0: yeah
1: but I've been like since I was a kid so then I don't want to eat that because I like cows and the chicken and lamb, I just questioned myself, like, why? Do I need to eat it? Am I supposed to eat it?
0: I just feel like if you can imagine yourself killing it, then you should probably, you're OK to eat it. But no, I
1: wouldn't kill it. It's the
0: thing, I can't ever no. imagine myself killing something like
1: that. I've been in Pakistan when I was young and made friends with this chicken that was in the house. And then in the evening, they served me him.
0: No. But during the day, I
1: made friends with him. That's
0: heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking
1: that if anything would have done it that should have been it but I kind of got over that until they did that to the baby lamb let's not talk about that oh god but in Pakistan my dad's from like a village so everything is quite 1950s Mm. so that wasn't they just how they would slaughter an animal and when I saw that I didn't eat meat for about five years really yeah because as a child, you're quite innocent, and yeah, seeing course. some of that is not innocent, regardless of whether that's how it's done. Seeing it is not kind of. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I can
0: imagine that being very impacting.
1: Yes, very. Um, yeah. Have you ever
0: wanted to keep chickens?
1: I have. For the eggs. Yeah. I've always, I think I'll end up on a farm, I think my studio will be on a farm.
0: That, that's like my dream yeah, have want, a little farm with um, yeah. some chickens and a pig some organic and vegetables some big dogs yes. I want to take
1: Prince Charles's approach the duchy approach you know he's got his duchy range of organic things I mean bomb. he's
0: very very environmentally um, very, conscious very, and I respect
1: that yeah I do really and uh, you can get a lot of his stuff on Waitrose it's quite expensive but it's definitely worth it I'm sorry but why does it cost so much more to live well that's another no. thing why is where I grew up in Watford? The only two things in the estate were a fish and chip shop and um, an off-license. And everything on the front of the off-license was advertising alcohol. And the fish and chip shop had hot dogs. And there's no way for me to go where I grew up to get something healthy or even fruit and veg. or But now I'm in Ealing, I get a fresh green juice every morning. But it's like £6.50. And that's for something that's just fresh. It's not; it shouldn't be more expensive. But I understand why it could be. But I don't know. I think there's a lot. There's a whole world out there that misses out on some things when really it should be available for everyone.
0: No, you're completely right. I was totally thinking about the same thing this weekend because we were in Iceland for this music festival, and it's so expensive in Iceland. It's like crazy, like a sit down meal is at like at least thirty pounds.
1: I bet it's all good quality.
0: I don't think I don't even think it is oh. that. I don't know. It was just like it's just because the pound is quite weak at the moment and it's quite an expensive country. I think they import a lot of stuff, but even like the fish was quite expensive. And it was just like, okay, well I don't really want to spend thirty pounds on just like dinner. So we just ended up going and getting like a fried sandwich thing, you know? My mum
1: told me the other day that she raised us when we were young on twenty-eight pound a week. Wow! So when I was telling you about the fresh cooked meals every day, somehow she was making it work. But it wasn't. We weren't having meat every day. It would be vegetables or like potatoes or um, cauliflower, aubergine, like all these. And they were not. Mum would go to the market twice a week, and it can be done.
0: You can do it. It, it just takes time. It takes time, and if you're working full time, yeah. Then... No,
1: there's, some people say, oh it's easier to buy um, a portion of chips fish and chips and then cook a big meal and feed your family but i don't agree i think it's part laziness yeah i think my mum did it in a place where i grew up which was a council estate where there was just a fish and chip shop and half license. i still she managed to make me forget that i was there i didn't really care about it
0: maybe it's less laziness and more just not having that passed down knowledge that we were talking about earlier
1: and culture yeah i think there's my parents they brought their Pakistani culture to Watford not, not intentionally but there's certain things like the food part that I think is very important for where they came from you know like family having a cooked meal every day well, of course
0: food is like a cultural thing as yeah. well it's the thing you know Christmas dinner isn't just some Yorkshire puddings and some Brussels yeah, sprouts Christmas dinner is bringing the family together it's everyone being yeah. in one place and sharing you know an hour of just eating and yeah. conversation
1: and General Merriman. My dad also gave me my first green chilli and I'm talking the finger chilies when I was five. So they're really hot, right? They're really hot but I wanted to prove to him that I was a man and then I did eat it but I'm, I'm glad I did because... I think when you eat chilli from a young age, your body becomes accustomed to it and it can deal with it more naturally, I think. I think as you get older, chilli can become a bit of a problem for yeah. some people. But I don't know, I feel... I'm, I'm grateful for that because I don't. I can't imagine life without chilli. No, oh,
0: it's delicious, isn't it? Yeah. What about garlic? Have you ever just eaten a that whole clove? That is cloak? another
1: thing. My dad does two cloves of garlic in every meal, like, fresh. Yeah. So there's been times when I've just without thinking it doesn't taste great but he says it's good for me
0: we're supposed to be incredibly good for you yeah and so i I remember the first time i was like right okay it's cold season i need to look after my immune system i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna eat just a clove of garlic it's like how big a deal can it be it's just a little bit of garlic yeah and i i don't think i i think i chewed it i think i just swallowed it straight but then i just remember having the worst like kind of half vomity half heartburn feeling like right here where my heart is oh my
1: god no but it is really good for you like um
0: but that's the power of something so natural and so tiny
1: and then the other thing is that i've found a new love for fruit as well there's so much fruit that i didn't used to eat or know about like pomegranate passion fruit and like because i'm in a different i'm you know, life changed dramatically, I'm lucky enough to experience other things that where well, well, I would have grown up, I probably wouldn't have really been into. So yeah, definitely, I'm definitely a fruit guy now as well. Not your obvious apple, oranges, that's Yeah, I yeah. like the exotic fruits. Do you
0: ever use them in cooking? Have you experimented I with have. that? I oh. have. So
1: this sauce that I've been putting up for the, my Shake Shack burger, one of the um, secret ingredients is not secret anymore, because I'm going to tell you, <laughs> is pomegranate powder. So what, the acidity from the pomegranate gives the sauce a kick. And my mum told me this only recently that, that she uses that. So that was interesting, because I would never have thought to put that with that in a chicken burger. But
0: you thought to do it. And then she was like, oh, no, no, my mum,
1: mum told me you. last minute. She was like, just there's one other thing that you need needs to be powder form. And I was like, OK. And in our language, it's called anardana but it's pomegranate powder. And then when I did add it to this yogurt sauce, it did just, it just gave, it just exploded. It's mad. What one ingredient could do that, one ingredient that you wouldn't think would belong there. That's what I love about food. Um, I've tried mango chicken the other day and it didn't sound right to me on paper, but when I ate it, it's just something happens when certain foods collide. I'm learning that. Yeah. I'm more open to that now. Than Some I was. people take
0: real offense, don't they? They're like, you can't yeah, put pineapples but, on a pizza.
1: I, OK, I'm not sure about that.
0: Really? Come on.
1: But then again, I've never tasted a bad pineapple pizza. No. no. But yeah, I think I've become more open to trying. I wouldn't just eat. I'm not going to eat a snake or a monkey's brain, but I'm open to trying. It's to quite
0: Indiana Jones of you, that reference.
1: It is probably just probably uh, my childhood coming out.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you remember that scene? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Raiders oh my of, god. Oh. No, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah. When they, they go to India and they yeah, oh, no. and he opens up the monkey and they the they spoon out the brain. Oh. oh. How why did we just share that memory?
0: Because it's a bloody great <laughs> film. <laughs> oh
1: oh god yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not definitely not um I haven't explored Chinese Japanese. Thai food as much as I'd like to, mm. but I want to do that. I want to go to the actual countries and experience it yeah. more.
0: Would you ever go? Would you, if you were like on a like celeb, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here or something like yeah. that. Would you ever like eat a grub? Would you ever do those no, like?
1: No, I do not I, I was actually asked to do. It, I'm a celebrity and I couldn't, I couldn't I can't not just because of the f- eat food but I can't do reality TV no, yeah. I consider myself a serious musician but then again I'd like to go <laughs> I'd like to go to Australia <laughs> Burn. again Burn. <laughs> no no, 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 no but I'm just saying like no, no I mean I they asked me to do um, celebrity first dates last month for stand up for cancer and I was so nearly about to do it because they found me a good match a girl who was like what well, kind of what I can't say the perfect match but they found me a good match and I was but then I just backed out last minute because I'm not really that guy I can't Uh, can't not a reality TV guy no I can't and I know it's for charity as well but I said to them maybe next year but
0: you should do Celebrity Come Dine with me
1: yeah I would (gasps) love to do that you should do that do that for charity wow yes perfect I'm going to go back to them and say I would love to do that. Because that way, they. it's not just... that. That's, uh, I don't know, something quite fun about that show.
0: And that's like natural you.
1: And I also did... I do like the look of the food on first dates. You know, in the restaurant where they mm. order their food. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's some good cooking, good chefing going on there. It looks like a nice restaurant. Yeah, it looks like a really nice restaurant. Yeah.
0: Speaking of which, I'm going to let you have your
1: food now. Thank you so Thank much you for so talking much. to me. I really enjoyed that. That was like food counselling yeah. <laughs> with a bit of music psychology yeah fun <laughs> thank you guys thank you enjoy I your burger that. thank you very much
0: a big thank you to Naughty Boy I'm going to try his fish finger sandwich this weekend you can find our show notes and previous episodes at talktheline.blog and next week I'm talking to Ray Morris about an alternative Christmas you've been listening to Talk the Line I'm Jen Long produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams This is a podcast from the line of Best Fit. If you want to show us a little bit of love, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can leave us a nice review or you can just follow us on Twitter and say hi. See you next week.